Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, it is the Mate and Page app podcast. We are back for another week. Still here. Just... <laughs> Just about. <laughs> Just about. Physically, uh, emotionally, and all of those things. Psychologically. Um, Chris, we've had we've had some interactions this week and um I have watched like almost like a time lapse, but with loads of missing shots. The crumbling of a once great man. <laughs> Mate, I'm a I'm at the wit end at the moment. I, I really am. Like I, I can't remember what I said to you this morning on the phone. Um but the kids started just crying for no reason and like arguing over a cushion. So there's two cushions. In fact, there's four cushions in our living room, which is four too many, if you ask me. Uh, as <laughs> anyone course. who watches series one will know, uh, I'm not a I'm not a particularly uh, a strong advocate of the cushion. Um, <laughs> soft on. furnishings in general. It's just it's just stupid. Like apart from <laughs> apart from the fact that you know the coupling gang and all that, right? We spend thousands on soft sofas and yeah. we put on Matalan cushions for a tenner. Like it's just stupid. They're not more comfortable than the things that you've spent you've you've spread the cost of over three years from Bright House or DFS or whatever it is. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Just it just doesn't so no. Um I'm not into them. And then they're like they're like they're identical apart from one's got penguins on and one's got like a bunny rabbit and one's there's another one. I, I don't know what's on the other one. They've been in my living room for two years. I have no idea what's on them, apart from the fact that this morning they were arguing over a bunny one and a penguin one. That's the only reason. And hopefully by tomorrow I'll have forgotten what's on those cushions because they're irrelevant to me <laughs> in my life. It will go in there and it will go out and then I'll relearn that information the next time they argue about identical cushions in the living room. Uh, and I just wanted to go out, hang up on the phone and just fucking top myself because it was just too much, and it's just steadily gone like that all week. I, I, it, what's one of those things is that you you doing the thing, uh, you, it becomes a subconscious thing because we all have the way that we actually we discipline our kids, and we all then have the way we discipline our kids in front of other people. Um, and I'm not like saying there's a massive, there's not a huge difference. It's not like a knock shite out of my kids when people aren't watching or whatever. I don't, but and, and I know there are probably people who do, but it's the there's a voice 
there's a voice we all have, and it's our how we talk to our kids when really what we're doing is we're not we're not telling them off, we're pleading with them to just be good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, please, come on. And you've got that real undertone of fury to your voice. But what you're doing is it, it, it's an octave higher than you would normally talk, but it's got a real rumbling of, of rage, and it's like that. Please come on, can you just go and play nicely together? That, when, if that was two grown ups, you'd be like, Fucking shut up! Shut up, you gobshite! Fucking I'll have your pillows! Eat your eat your pillows! Eat your pillows, you pricks! <laughs> the rumbling is is the thunder before the lightning, because if they don't respond well to that, Paul, um it, it is absolutely coming. It's coming big time. I'm sending you to bed and they'll be like, It's half seven in the morning, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care, you're going to your room. Like and then today, like they they ate the breakfast all right and that and then lunchtime they were like, No, we're just not having it and they've been dead good. Or like for the whole of lockdown they've been dead good eating the food. But today I had to make them three different lunches each. Like and you're just like ordinarily I wouldn't, but because they've been so good and now this is this is gonna be a problem that I'm gonna have to deal with tomorrow because yeah. of cave today, unfortunately. Yeah. But I didn't have the mental fortitude or the physical yeah, I, I just wasn't physically able to deal with it in any other way than just mm-hmm. cave under the pressure of being a parent today. This is this is how all parents end up into in, in mad situations, and it's like a good example for people who are non-parents, um, but maybe a homeowners or live in a flat or whatever. And it's those things that you do in your house that you don't even think twice about. And a good example it, it occurs to me it's actually about your house, your old house, was that you used to have a hammer to keep the uh, bed the bathroom window closed, and um and it was like. Cost me five to get that fictional. <laughs> but this is the thing. Furious. It's the things that Two instead years, of just a hammer holding my window shut for. Exactly. Instead of just solving a problem there and then, and maybe taking half an hour out of your life or an hour or whatever it is there and then, you live with something being worse, consistently worse over a long spell of time to save yourself in the short term. And that's basically parenting in a nutshell. I could literally just that's it. That's all parenting is. It's making a co- a short term compromise that costs you in long term painful, drawn out, slow ways. And like that's how you end up with your kids in bed with you and that's that like and that's you know you you end up saving yourself one night of hardship but i'll end up having broken sleep for the next two years because you just can't and then it gets harder and harder to make that change because in the house situation it's fine because you just live with it and it's fine it doesn't really matter does it um but in a parenting sense it just it, it eats away your soul uh, your physicality, your uh, everything that you need to function as a human being gets gradually eroded away. Like we had one for ages where the tiles on the bath, inside the bath, the shower bath, um, would fall off. So we found new methods to tape them up. So like a new stronger methods of gaffer tape. So gaffer tape and then gorilla tape and all kinds. It went from like normal cellar tape to literally like super glue on a roll. And uh, eventually we just, uh, you know, and it took water pissing through the the kitchen ceiling two years later. Later for us to finally just pay someone to come and in. And really, what you should have just used is the kids' stickers because they don't come off fucking anything. You know what I mean? That's like that's what you should have used to stick the tiles up with. There's just no better adhesive or, in the world. Or Weetabix that you've not yeah, within two minutes of it being finished. Yeah. Not putting the sink straight away. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Put it on there with a big spoon, like fucking end of the Weetabix. Absolutely, yeah. So we're 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 hanging in there, and I'm doing okay. I'll talk about a few of the bits and pieces. Um, 
that I've kind of got up to this week. Uh, and then, yeah, we want to talk about the um, the last dance that's on uh, Netflix at the moment because, you know, Chris mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we need something current, something we can talk about that's coming out on a regular basis. And I messaged, I messaged you the other day and went, oh, mate, get on to this, the, the, the last dance. And you were like, yes, boss, I'm watching it. I was like, oh, my God, we've been watching the same programme and not even, talk, not even talked about it. So, yeah, we'll talk a bit about that in, in a bit. But um, just some, I want to do some, uh, some sort of hygiene before we dive into it. We'll do the page in a second. Um, but you got you drew my attention to this this week. Whoa, whoa, okay, yeah, that kind of hygiene. Um, that we are officially, it's official, the number one podcast in sports podcast, and in fact, all podcasts in Saint Kitts and Nevis. Thank you to the one listener in Saint. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, we are absolutely smashing it over there. Number one, not just in sports. In all podcasts, um, which I think is an astonishing achievement, and you just did a little bit of cursory research into this because um, I had no idea. Um, it's one of those names that crops up on, on like, Footy Manager periodically. Uh, Saint Kitts and Nevis is a dual island nation situated between the Atlantic Ocean and the Caribbean Sea. It's known for cloud-treaded mountains and beaches. Many of its former sugar plantations are now inns or atmospheric ruins. The larger of the two islands, Saint Kitts, is dominated by the dormant Mount. Liamuga volcano, home to a crater lake, green velvet monkeys, and rainforest crisscrossed hiking trails. Wowzers. Um, sounds what- fucking great as long as my kids aren't there. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And Chernobyl. Fantastic. Oh, mate, I got Rusted fairgrounds. Even with the, even the, with the fire of raging through the forest nearby at the moment, I'm still thinking that's good. Wow. And it might not be as dangerous as living here with me uh, yeah. at this moment in time, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you found, actually, can you remember what the population was? It was like 52,000, so smaller than Anfield. Still, still decent. Yeah. Bigger than Goodison. Bigger than Goodison. Um, yeah, good to know. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much to the viewer and or listener or listeners. Um, and, and and let us know in the comments if you can, or if you don't, if you if you if you can, email us matrixpayjack at gmail or tweet at matrixpayjack to get in touch with us, and we'll give you a little bit of a, a little bit of we'll, we'll celebrate you in, in 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 a unique way that only we can do. Um, we'll a no pants celebration, Paul? No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, you feel free to celebrate with no pants on. We won't be doing we won't be doing that unless you, that is a reason that you'd want to sign up to our Patreon. Um. Hey, Payjack here from Mate and Payjack. We've got a brand new Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mate X Payjack. If you want to show your support um, for the show and the podcast and the channel, then you can. We would love you forever. I promise you that. We're going to be doing monthly uh, asking me anything or ask us anything. They promise to be uh, informative, uh, rather rude, and fucking hilarious. I promise you that. Um, we've also got a Discord group where we've been enjoying chatting uh, to the patrons who are pre existing, and there's loads. Of additional benefits, go over there, patreon.com forward slash matrix page. I will see you at the back end. So. Um, <laughs> 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 patreon.com forward slash matrix page. I think Loads that's of great stuff going fans, on. Mate. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's next. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes to keep our keep our heads above water in trying times. Because let who knows by the time this goes out, football in England could be cancelled, and that means our main source of revenue, Redmen TV, is fucking dead. Uh, in which case, it's either it's either selling ourselves on street corners, or you know, you you, you involve yourself with our absolutely. I've tried Patreon. that before, and I I'm not that. Um, Wait, what? I'm not that popular. 
I don't know. I think I just don't think you're selling the goods right. I think you need tighter jeans. I don't think those. I don't think the jeans you wear celebrate your ass the way that they should. To be honest, Paul, it's been it's been five weeks of lockdown. I think they probably are celebrating my ass the way that they should. That they've been <laughs> the celebrating the celebrating that you've moved on they, to wearing your trackies. <laughs> no, they're they're, <gasps> cele- they're, oh they're, they're shrinking my jeans, mate. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, it's not me. It's the jeans. They've oh, got too, smaller yeah. in the it's six my, weeks of lockdown. It's my t-shirts that are doing that. It's really weird. They're very tight around the mid, the midriff. All of a sudden, it's mad how that's happened. That, that I actually I phoned one 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 five G that. Yeah, well, like, I you, have sure you got a smart that. washing machine? It looks, because no, no, that's it, probably sorted that right out. I don't defo, know how. Listen, we're not fucking stupid, Chris. It's definitely not five G. But I did phone one 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 just to check if it was a symptom of coronavirus. Um, and it turns out I'm just a fat bastard. Um, so great. So all like literally two years of watching what I eat and taking care of myself and losing weight, and I've ju- I have managed to set fire to that in five weeks of lockdown. It's unreal. Uh, if you're struggling with, with similar things, let us know. Make us feel better about ourselves. Um, yes, we're number one in. <laughs> St. Nevin's uh, or St. Nevison Kits. Like, where did you think it was when I told you? I knew, I did know where, I did know it was uh, one of the Caribbean, it was in the Caribbean, I did know that. It felt, it sounded like one of them places to me, but I didn't know. If I had to guess, it would have been around there, but I wouldn't have known. And then my second guess would have been somewhere near the, like, a small mountain community in Wales. Scotland, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, bear in mind, Chris, that I can't find Manchester on a map, so like I, I couldn't possibly point out a random place in the in, in the Caribbean. Like, but yeah, general, general, the, the, like the 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 double the double barreled stuff. You know, it's like like Trinidad and Tobago kind of thing. Like, you I mean you get a general exactly. se- general sense, don't you? Um, yeah, I'm, geography was never my <laughs> never my thing. I spent too much time laughing at the teacher and his stupid stupid trousers. Um, yes, I want to talk about some. Is some that the one with the ginger and grey beard? Schofield was it? Schofield. We called him his copping off pants because he had one pair of really his one pair of smart teaching trousers. See, I always had Mrs. Jones, and we used to laugh at her because her bra was always showing. Then she had a mental breakdown, and then we didn't she did. think it was funny anymore. It wasn't really funny anymore because it was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it was. Not that mental breakdowns are funny, but when you're in school, anything that causes a teacher to not be in the classroom is fucking hilarious, even if you're causing them to literally self-combust in front of you. Um, that's not us being horrible. That's just us being, you know... Truthful. Yeah, ho- yeah horrible. Um, right, should we do the... Shall we purge? The purge. I can purge. I can purge. You can purge. You're very, this is a point where, like in the event, the first Avengers film, where Bruce Banner gets asked, like, you know, are you going to get angry? And he said, do you want to know my secrets? I'm always angry. Uh, and this is you at the moment. like, do you want to purge, Chris? Do you know my secrets? I could purge. I could purge in any given moment. I could just open. If you just opened your mouth and spoke for more it's than two probably, minutes, you'd end up on a purge. I think I, I, yeah, I've been in a pretty bad mood. I'm like, but I, how I get through things, to be honest. So everyone who's watching this just thinks I'm a moody bastard. You're right, I am. But I'm also, I'm okay to still have a laugh and stuff at the same time, I hope. Um, so I'm purging my toenails this week, Paul. Okay. Um, and and th- the main reason for this is whilst my hair has given up on life, it's racing to the back of my head. Whilst I can't grow a beard ever, uh, whilst I'm in the same boat as you where the, these lockdown pounds are coming on thick and fast. Um, and while, while it, while, I'm also, why does it take two years to lose weight and you can put it all back on in three days? Mm. I know that's just mad. It's not fair. 
whilst all that is happening, my toenails have decided to go at it like a virgin getting his first bit of sex. And, and they are now growing at warp speed during lockdown. <laughs> and I said, like, last week, I didn't know when the weekends were. Now I do. My toenails need clipping every Saturday for some reason. And this wasn't a thing that happened, nay, three months ago. And yeah. all of a sudden, I look like that fucking woman sprinter from the 90s who had curly long nails, the American sprinter, or something. I can't remember her name. Gainer? something like that did you see it have you seen it no this is what's happening and i can f- it's like it's like i've slowed down so much in the lockdown that i can feel them growing yeah that's i i, I can someone anyone who's more scientifically minded let us know does do things like hair and nails grow more when they when you're in more sunshine because i think i always feel like this no no, no it sounds daft but You've i, I, I water always... in and then they're and then they pop <laughs> out the next day yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they, does photosynthesis take place in one's hair? Now, I always have the sense that I always feel like, and, it, and that's the problem with being out, I always feel like I need a haircut the second it gets sunny. Like, like I, I spend the day outside in the sun, I'm like, oh, I had a haircut two weeks, so why do I, 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 like it speeds the process up. I don't know whether that's just a general sense for me or whether there is just something scientific behind it, but that would follow with the old toenails thing. You've defo had, your, you've defo had the, the feet out a bit more with the, with the, with the more pleasant weather. Maybe that's what it is. So you're purging your, you're purging your, to, you're purging your toenails, or you're purging toenails in general. What's the point of them, actually? What did they? I do? mean, like, if you, if you tell me that to protect my toes, because I stub my toe a lot, right, and they do nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing if for you, it. Yeah, nothing more that like more skin wouldn't really do. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. What what is the point of a toenail? We're purging the toenail. If someone can tell me what the point is, it's not armour for your toes, is it? Let's be honest. It's not a fucking shield. I mean, yeah. anything will get through that, no problem whatsoever. It's ar- but it's armour for your, it's armour for your, for a toe, but really, it's only armour for a, for a really unprotected part of your toe. Like, if you just made the, re- the bit underneath your toenail as hard as the rest of your toe... Then you wouldn't need to have it on. I'd, I'd get it right if it was if it was like a toenail was over the, over normal skin. So if your toenail came off, your skin was just as strong. Then I'd go, okay, that's armor. That's not what, that's not armor. That's not what armor does. It's effectively just another type of skin, isn't it? In that in, in that regard, rubbish, absolutely rubbish. I, your and, toenails and people... serve a purpose, which is to protect your toes. They're made from keratin, which is the same protein that makes up your skin, hair, and fingernails. Yeah, I mean nonsense. They're not Absolute like nonsense. for a start. It's not all round coverage, is it? You know what I no, mean. Exactly. It's not like a, it's not like a suit of armor. Is what you're trying to say exactly, to me? Exactly. It's yeah. more like just that. It's like that's great, mm-hmm. but what if I get shot in the arm? Yeah, no, you know no, exactly. I mean? Let's use let's use the old uh, ghouls and ghosts game where the guy starts off in the suit of armor. He loses, you get hit. The suit of armor comes off, and he's just in his in his boxies, and then he dies. This in this instance. It's what your toe is underneath the toenail. Is it's not even skin. It's like it's like going underneath the skin for it. I, unnecessary. I, I, you know, either go all all toenail or no toenail. As far as I'm concerned, let's go no toenail. Yeah, because I mean, would you lose some suppleness? I don't know if it was an, it was an issue. Oh, I, I just don't want to cut them no more. To be honest, to be back yeah. sore and it hurts. And and it's not like it's helping you to like climb. Or anything, is it? You know what I mean? It's not like it you probably know, would on a Sunday, <laughs> but, if, but I... yeah, if you've not trimmed them, <laughs> you'd be like Spider Man. You yeah. could have been like, <laughs> you're really crap Wolverine. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 would you would you trim, uh, would you get rid of finger, fingernails while you're at it? 
Well, um, only for the fact that I hate the way people judge you, whether you look at your fingernails like that or like that. Friends did that. That's Friends' yeah. fault. Because Friends made it, made one way the gay way. The girls, right? And the then you had a yeah, you know, but no, but it's true though. But they, 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 that's that, that's why loads of people kick off about friends because it's got loads of that, like, um, you know, like the they call it in in in, in tropes, like the not gays, because it was somehow it was seen as being less masculine or whatever. So you know, fellas were afraid of this, and that was you know, that was the the generation of teenage boys growing up and doing all stuff. I wonder if that's still. I wonder if you're like. 15, 16 or whatever now, that's still a that that's still a thing. But that's that's left over from us being teenage boys that friends announcing that and then basically you're in a we were in all boys school and that was like a, a you know, seen as being a massive insult or whatever. So you wanted oh, to yeah, try and like, be as masculine as you possibly could at it was all like time. that like, classic you've got something on your time. Oh hello sailor You know what I mean? Soccer AM. Soccer AM had a lot of answer for for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well you paid um, mate. I am gonna page. I'm going. To, I'm gonna to have to go a bit heavier on this this one this week. Um, and I, I I've had this in my head, and I'm gonna. I need to phrase this. Make sure I'm phrasing this right. Okay. I want to page the need for us to treat the NHS like a charity, and I don't want to pay. I, 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 yeah. I don't want to page. I think we've done this. I don't. Yeah. Well, it's the thing that's fucking the thing that's absolutely been made, and more so now than it's ever been before. Because look, we have this thing. I'm not. I'm not totally opposed to charities, but I and it was something I was I was raised with, and it comes from my dad. And my dad was one of those people when people would turn up on the doorstep and ask for donations for stuff. He'd basically say no, and he was he spent did the podcast with my dad, and it's worth going back and watching it from the first series. Um, it's not all of this, but bits and pieces. But he was a social worker. Um, throughout in the, in the 80s in Liverpool, when Liverpool was one of the most socially deprived cities in in, in the world, and what he, he said it doesn't filter down. So you think you're donating money to? So you might be donating money to like the the starving children of Africa, unless you physically go and put that five pounds in a child's hand. That the the percentage of which that actually reaches that person is so fractional that it's un, it's almost unnoticeable. Um, and what it what it does is what it leads is it's this culture and this is where we you know we talk we mention things like socialism a lot and we mention what's wrong with the, the conservative government to the to a, to, to a- how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. More socialist governments. I don't want to say Labour government because they're just as bad in so many ways. Um, is that when you start... You start publicly funding stuff, so you start supporting things. It lets the government off the hook, and I can't stand that. And it's never been more prevalent than it is now because of the NHS. When you've got people like fellas running marathon, doing marathons in the back garden to raise millions of pounds for the NHS, that's not. It's not our job. We pay our taxes to fund the NHS, and if and and, it, and it, they the government, the onus is on the government to provide this money. That's on them to support these things. Go and find the money from somewhere. I don't care where you find it from. Find it by taxing people who can afford the taxes more. It shouldn't be double dip for us. So we pay our taxes. We work hard, but we earn. We are limited by our by our earnings because we're never going to be multi millionaires or billionaires. It's never going to happen. So we pay our taxes like normal people, and then we're expected to find extra money on top to pay for it. Make the, make the you know make make the and it's not millionaires who pay taxes contribute too, so they don't need to give more either. But again, it goes back to get find the money from people who don't pay the taxes. Find your money from elsewhere. Find your money whether it comes back through through um, renationalisation, whatever. But this notion that well, this is what's going to happen is that when the pandemic's over and I'm, they, they they're going to come back to it and go, either all that funding will dry up and it'll be another excuse for the Tories to continue to sell off the NHS. Or it'll just, you know, we'll we'll see the NHS collapse because it, 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 you grow to meet whatever capital you've got available to you effectively. So if we keep treating the NHS as a charity, it's either going to end up as a charity or it's going to be gone, and and that will be that will be the fault of us because we've been tricked, we've been tricked into thinking that we it, the responsibility is on us to make the NHS right. Private private enterprises shouldn't be buying. Um, protective clothing for the NHS. The fucking government should be buying that because it's their it's their asset. They need to go and sort that out. It's not on us to sort it out. Anyway, no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right, and I'm sure we did this two weeks ago. To be honest with you, I don't mm. think as succinctly as that to be to be fair. But I 100 agree with that, and it it, it gets us all, it, it marginalises what what the NHS is for a start, and it also yeah. when you say get off the hook, because I agree absolutely with everything you said i'll maybe expand on a couple of little bits mm-hmm. um off the hook in that they can just go back to they can get away with it every single time like so if the tories are in power for another pandemic they'll know it's fine we can keep underfunding because this is going to happen again they'll yeah. find the money from somewhere to keep this going well that doesn't solve the issues of the nhs in any way shape or form does it mm-hmm. um it's it's like that is, is it the old oxfam adverts where it's like you can give them a fish but it's actually better to buy them a fishing rod type yeah. of thing, you know what I mean? Like, what the NHS needs is funding properly from the bottom or from the top down um, mm. and and consistent funding, um, yeah. whether there's a pandemic or there isn't a pandemic. Uh, yeah. And and that's what, that's, what, that's what we're letting the government off the hook with right now. 
Yeah, hundred percent. It's um, yeah, and it's a new look. It's a, it's a more nuanced point that we we can do in one in one easy digestible rant. It's something I've been thinking about for a while, but um, and that's and that's why I'm, I want to be careful on the phrasing. This isn't an attack on people who are fundraising for the NHS because. Oh, no. There's, they are, they, these are people with nothing but the best intentions at heart. These are good people going out of their way in a crisis, and that's. But that's the disgusting thing is the we're point letting, is they shouldn't have let, to do it. We're they letting the government off it. the hook. Exactly. If the effort that we put into fundraising went into actually holding the government to account, you'd be amazed at what we'd be able to achieve. But we're still in this in this in this world, Chris. And look, we've seen it in a small microcosm of football. And I, and I remember like we've we've been involved in protests for things, whether it's like ownership protests or ticket price protests or whatever. And I remember ahead of all those things, you have a core of people who say, don't bother, it's not worth your time, you never change anything. But there's, you can, when people get together on things, they can, they can make sweeping changes, they can affect massive change, and they can hold bigger organisations than themselves accountable, because one person can't, but collectively there's more of us, there's more of us than there are of them, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I, I, I can say, at the moment, it's a, it's a shame that we, um, and maybe it boils down to trust, because do we just not trust the government to do what needs to be done? Um, and, and, and that should be a mirror that the, the, the current government, and, and I'm like, it's not like, and this is not necessarily a fully rant against the Conservatives because it's not like the NHS was flourishing under Labour to be to be perfectly honest but it's a kind of it's a kind of thing where they should be they should if I was in government I was a government official I would feel ashamed that that people were having to support that you know what I mean like that were having to fund that themselves when that's their responsibility to do it but they don't most politicians or you know feel seem to feel absolutely no shame and they seem to do absolutely nothing about it so yeah um Viva la revolution when it comes when it eventually comes down to it. Eh? So yeah, there you go. It is what it is. Unfortunately for now, because it's not like we can get. Like I said last week, it's not like we can get together and protest it. So <laughs> we can start a hashtag, um, but that's pretty much uh, pretty much all we can do at this point. Um, okay. Um, I w- there's a couple of things I want to get out of the way. I want I want, to, I want you to tell me about. I want you to tell me about your week. Uh, I'm going to start with a co- start with one thing to kick us off. Um, the Virgin Media ad. So uh, loads of people have messaged me about it. Probably most people, I guess, will have seen it at this point. I'm like the first person on the current Virgin Media advert. I did not realise this was going to be quite as big as it is. Um, so <laughs> as the story goes, you messaged me and said, have you seen this email? There's this person desperately trying to get hold of you to get some a clip of some footage. And it's weird. We won't t- reveal the, the amount. It's is enough money for me to say yes instantly, but not not a life changing amount of money in any stretch. But it was um, <laughs> it's this amount of money, and I went, yeah, go ahead. That's enough. That sound enough money for the very minimal effort it's going to require from me. All I have to do is effectively say yes. You can use a clip from an existing video of mine. Um, I, I, they sent me an example of what it was going to look like. So they sent me the previous one, and it was on YouTube, Chris, and it had like twenty thousand views. And I thought, sound, sound. I'm getting paid. X amount of money, which means that it's more money than I earned making the original. Where did we fucking video. find this fee, lad? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it was enough to have a finders fee attached. Let me tell you that, boys and girls. Yeah, definitely. The um, um I, I, yeah, my me, me, lad's been begging me for his contribution because he's ended up in it. But he um, he's the but, star. Yeah, he is the star of it, absolutely. But yeah, he uh, the. 
I thought, I thought so this is just going to be, this is one of those ideas. You get these every now and again, don't we, where you get a company that's got, that's short on the deadline, they've got no real idea what they're doing and they've got too much money. It doesn't happen often, but like every now and again, it, and it's never like stupid money, but it's enough for you to go, yeah, go ahead, I'll take that. We had something with, um, was it Coca-Cola a while back that was very, very similar when someone goes, here's how much money we're going to pay you to do this and you go, you go, hmm, I'll have to think about that. Mute like, <laughs> Um, can but- you fucking believe this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was one of those situations where that, that got passed to me, and it, I was very blase about it. And it, and that was because I, normally when people license clips, you go, yeah, 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 fine, it doesn't really matter. I, if I'm happy with the, if I'm generally happy with the company, which I am, I, I use Virgin Media for, for my internet and that, like, and um, and the money's alright. Yeah, fine, that, that that sounds fine to me. I don't want to record anything else. Great, perfect. Um, and then they put the advert out. And then I realised what clip it was they'd used, which, as you mentioned, it's the clip with me son jumping up and down in the background. Which did we do this? Did I tell? Did I, did I tell this story on here about how? In fact, I did, didn't I? About how maybe how that came about was it was a it was my pre knowing I had coronavirus. Like I'm not feeling very well, but I'm on lockdown and blah 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 video, and I was just updating people on on my YouTube channel and. Um, Jack come in and started bouncing around and it was good fun and then he just wouldn't go away and he was being dead annoying so I had to pause cut put the phone down bollock him to get him to leave uh, and then carry on like it was all fine and happy it looks great in the edit and then it ended up being that clip that they've that they've used the one that you just remind you how angry you got with him <laughs> and now there's a, now there's hundreds of people reminding you about it all the time and you're just yes. getting more and more annoyed yeah, and, and the two there's two major issues I've had with this subsequently, Chris, is it's fine because yeah, it's great, you know, nothing wrong with a bit of exposure and all that kind of stuff. Um, I hadn't showered in like two days on that video clip because I'd been ill. I'd been in bed, pinned to my bed for four days by that point. I was, I'd been, obviously been dead ill. Um, so like I managed to just straighten my hair out enough that it didn't look look shocking um, and filmed it. So I'm, un, I'm, I'm unwashed, badly unwashed. Um, and of course, subsequently, what we've had is that everyone has been reminded that Richard Branson is a fucking knobhead. Um, and this week, what's happened, Chris? Uh, the worst insect company in the world has now been, uh, well, everybody knows it's Virgin Media because it's completely gone down. And now you're the face of a, a, an insect company that can't provide internet. And let me tell you this, boys and girls, it wasn't enough money to be that face. No, honestly. <laughs> You melted. <laughs> why is your fucking internet gone down? You must feel like Linda. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Honestly, He's like, why is your internet gone down, Paul? Honestly, I've, I've, so I've had, I've had not loads, to be fair. And it's quite, and it's funny because obviously it's not nothing to do with me. And it's not like I'm working for, you know, you think about some, there's some terrible companies that genuinely terrible companies you could associate with, 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 with and we obviously don't and never would. Um, so not that, but it is funny the amount of people, like, even if, even if it's only in a relatively small amount, who are like, like, Paul. Any any chance you can have a word with them? Like, just to clarify, I was approached for this to a third party agency who also then instructed a third party production company to, to cut the advert together for them. It's not like Richard Branson knocked around ours and took his prerequisite seven, six foot distance and was like, Paul, with his big smile and his long hair and his permatan, uh, said, uh, Would you like to have a bit of the money that I'm going to use to buy off the NHS um, to, to be in an advert? It didn't quite work that way. Um, and it's not my fault. 
It's not my fault. I've got the internet as well. My internet's been fucked. I've, I've, I left, I got a phone call off my wife who's trying to entertain two kids with no fucking internet in the house. I get that, that's, I can take the heat from that, but I can't take the heat from it. For it being down in general. Oh my god. And I also can't take the heat for whether Rich what percentage of the company Richard Branson owns. I'm dead sorry if he owns more of it than he does, and I'm dead sorry that he doesn't pay doesn't pay taxes. He's a fucking massive gobshite. But uh anywho. Um Yeah, exposed yeah that video, Chris. So by the way, last I checked that Twitter video been seen by three million three million views. I don't leave the house without having a shower. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not leave the house without doing my hair, and I've ended up Sorry, on Paul, a but fucking. You said that Charlie had to entertain the kids with no internet, <laughs> and and then I zoned out. Um, I know. What do I do, Paul? What do I do? I fucking know. fucking no. Get off Dixon. the phone and beat them with it. Yeah, dig a Just new get off the phone and knock them out quick. It's impossible. It's it's not happening. There's just a box on our wall. It's, it's actually inside the medicine cabinet. You open it up and it's got a little break glass and it's just a bottle of super strength Calpol um, with an extra size syringe. It's like, oh, you feeling a bit poorly there, kids? <sighs> Sounds, yeah. Great. Should I really? Oh, really. Should, Daddy, is that the right spoon? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. saving spoon of Calpol. It's <laughs> a, a, a ladle of Calpol now off to bed with you. Yeah, um, yeah funny that. Um as you are, we've been going. You've been you've been putting an obscene amount of preparation time into our football manager series. I have, yeah. Um, and funnily enough, I've not actually played the game since I think it's over a week now, apart from on the stream and stuff. Um, but you know what? I've, I've massively enjoyed doing it. I mean, it's been ages since I've got like my teeth into something like this again. Like I, I, I realise you know you. The older you get, and the, the like, especially when you're locked in and you you're kind of on your own a lot more and stuff like that, you do you do tend to look in at yourself a little bit more, and then you might realise something about yourself. And I was starting to cat about it. I think it was last night, and I was like, I, I, I enjoyed working in restaurants for all that. I hated working in restaurants. I enjoyed the job itself as well because it always changed. It was always different. It's what I like about Red Men, but what people don't see about. Like Red Men is all the stuff that's just the same behind the scenes, and that stuff gets me gets me down big time. Yeah. And so to so to be able to go in and it's not, it's it's different. It's not hard work. It's time consuming work, but you can see a finished product at the end of it, and it's new, and it's not yeah. something I've ever done before. That, that, that so therefore it challenges you. I've been putting mad hours into it, and it but it doesn't feel like work. You know, yeah. I realize I'm turning around at like eleven o'clock at night. And I'm, and I've, I've said I'll just go up to cat. I say I'll just go up for an hour, and then I'm like, shit, it's eleven o'clock. Oh god, she's got she's gone to bed, and I've, I've missed it and stuff. And like, so I've been doing that most days, and it's like whenever I get on, like I'm like a dog with a bone. If I get into something, I'm like a one track mind, aren't I? And and I can't focus on anything else. And it's I'll wake up and I'll start and I'll I'll do it until I go to bed, and and that's what I've been like. So. To have that sort of passion back has been absolutely fantastic. To have that at the same time as parents and two children, not great. But yeah. um, I am I am okay for the most part because I do zone a lot of stuff out when I'm when I went that like one trap mind. So that's what I've been doing, which has been great. Still been going for my walks of an evening and phoning people, which has been great as well. 
Uh, kids now bosh on the bikes, which is bosh. Because um, now Robin's flying around. She can turn left, she can turn right. She can stand up and pedal and stuff now as well. Um, we've been making forts, we've been doing face painting. Uh, Lyra's got her little bike and she's on the go as well. Like, um, And they've, they've been great, all told. They do me heading, but then I suppose they I must do their heading. Um, mm. But no, it's been great. And again, it's, it's nice to spend the time with them when you're not working. And yeah. you can have fun and stuff like that because, you know, there is a bit more of that nowadays. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good week, actually, all told. I get wound up about little things, and that's fine, like, but the big yeah. the big things are sound, which is good. The footy manager stuff's right, though, isn't it? Because it's like, <clears throat> you need, I think at this stage of life now, where we are, I don't enjoy, I, I said this the week, I don't enjoy, I'm not enjoying my downtime. My downtime is supposed to be when the kids go to bed, that's me and Charlie's time. That's us, that's us to be grown-ups, that's us to do... Fun stuff to do the stuff that you, you 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 can only do when there's no kid there's no kids well, around. That's why you're working. Like yeah. you're supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do. And and, and until you realise it, it's like what's the point? You know, it's like I, I, here's a, the best example. Sorry, before you, before I let you carry on, mate. Is we've got loads of nice bottles of wine, and you know, uh, and and then be like, oh, save that. What's the point? Why can't you just have it and enjoy it? Like yeah. I had, I had six beautiful bottles of wine for ages. I was like, "What's when's the right time to open this? When I'm yeah. fucking thirsty and I want to drink?" Is the answer to that? And you know, if it's with a nice meal, that's enough for me nowadays. I don't yeah. need to save a bottle of wine yeah. for a super special occasion. I just, I'll just have the bottle of wine. I'll buy myself another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. a problem, like. Yeah, that the, the thing that's getting us, and me, me, me and Charlie having this both though, is like you get to the end of the day and you need to feel like you've accomplished something and it's different again again because she's looking after the kids and obviously I'm I'm, I'm working but it's, her accomplishment is getting them to bed and, yeah, exactly. and then she should celebrate in whatever way if that's a bottle of vodka sound do it but it's but it's mad because she's still but the thing is compared to what it's like being a full-time teacher it's laughing because as much as it's hard work and it's tired and looking after these kids, kids, doesn't she? Well, it's tiring exactly. It's t- it's tiring in a completely different way because you take it more personally when your kids are the way they are, and you're more responsible and you're responsible for all the individual things that you are. You know, you know, you're not also as a teacher then taking them into the dining hall and serving them up food and making sure that they eat the food, and you're not also overseeing them and and negotiating every single raised voice that happens on the playground and all that kind of stuff. So it's a more emotionally tiring in some ways, or it's different. But you know, she was coming in for being a teacher and then the amount of work and the pressure that comes with being a teacher she's done so she needs to do nothing of an evening I, I, but I like and I, I've had a bit of that I was I, I struggled this weekend because I'd worked a lot last week you know I, I, we, oh again it sounds mad and a caveat is always like it's not like I'm, I'm not a frontline worker it's not like I'm saving lives it's not like I'm working 14 hour days in hospitals and stuff not but jobs but a job's a job you work hours you pour yourself into it you, you put a lot of like energy and all, all, all the stuff that is you at your best you have to pour that into a job when you when you really when you're really into your job and there's only so much of that you can give out in a day so often when you come to the end of the day you've got that buffer's empty and all you want to do is lie on the couch and do fuck all and fucking and lie there and then do nothing in front of the telly or whatever but we're also finding this thing of you need to be you need to be stimulated we need to feel like we're creating something or learning something or doing whatever um and that's what we've been doing more not even that's why i get the football manager stuff is that you want to feel as though you've got a you've learned like four new skills in the last two weeks preparing for the footy manager stuff so there's a great sense of satisfaction that comes with that I'm struggling I'm struggling with a bit of that because so much of it is just 
getting the, the general stuff done, but it's nice having a couple, when you have a couple of little wins and you get a couple of little successes and stuff along along the way. We've started doing, she started doing um, videos for the kids in her class, like reading stories, and I've been helping her, teaching her how to edit and stuff. So I've actually, even though I, I, I normally can't stand that, I, find, I get really frustrated with that kind of stuff, I've actually enjoyed being able to, do that. I've I've had the sense of accomplishment from going through all that kind of stuff, but I think I think everyone kind of needs a little bit of that in their lives because otherwise, I think it sounds stupid, doesn't it? But you can have too much time off. Um, oh God, yeah. I and mean, in, like two days is enough. Hmm. Two days is enough for me, really. Like, I, I, if if you're going back in and doing something that's just the same as what you did the week before, like. Yeah, everyone gets bored of that, don't they? It doesn't matter what your job is. You can probably earn as much money in the world as you like, but if your job's boring and mundane, it's boring and mundane. Some people are wired that way. Kat's yeah. very much like she wants a job where she can go in and do exactly the same and not really have to think because it allows her to focus her energies on what she wants to do, which is like, you know, being a good mother, being a good wife and doing other things that she enjoys like her hobbies and stuff like that so she pours her more of it not more not more of herself yeah, more of herself probably the right way not she doesn't it doesn't it's, she's a hard worker but she doesn't mm. want to take anything home do you know what i mean yeah. she just wants to go in and do it and come back and that, and that's fine and so there are loads of people that will be out there like that and that's the way that they want to do it that's fine Maybe i'm dead wired that way though, when I, like, yeah when i when i'm at my lowest i am the i am so envious of people who, who, who have that ability to go and do a, a job and it and it not affect them and them not take it home and them not carry it with them and then you know, there's people who. My cousin saying this to me. There's just people who just want to go and earn, put a figure, put a figure to it, forty grand a year, fifty grand a year, or whatever. That's where that's where they want to get to, and they want to have the boss telly. They want to have the best console. They want to have a, they want to have a, a, a nice house and an expensive couch and, and all those kind of all the trappings of it. And that's that's and they want to go on two good oldies a year. There's nothing wrong with that's amazing. But and it's it does it does the it has the, the the fucking idiots who've chosen to do the other the other path. And I probably get. I get I get loads more job satisfaction than than people who are that and there's probably people who are in that situation going I actually would love to have a job that I'm genuinely passionate about I'm sure because we're we're never happy the grass is always greener isn't it um, so I've got tons of job satisfaction but also I don't have the real I don't get the you know like I say I come to the, you can come to the end of the day and you've just got nothing left to give to the rest of your life and that that's one thing that lockdown's been good for I guess you know we all clamour really particularly when you've got kids you realise how much of it you miss um, and I think you know the at least now the... everyone's fucking missing it Paul <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trained for this really yeah. I, you know we haven't we haven't gone out with our mates to the pub for <laughs> bloody ages because you're a parent so yeah. all you're telling me is I'm not going to the pub for once in six months that's yeah. about it. I'm yeah. not missing so much. Like it's just the getting <laughs> off the house and going. I'm yeah. genuinely missing going to the office. Like so much going to the office is just the thing that I want to do. Just and just I was saying to you before this, wasn't I? I'm, I'm just cramped at the moment. I'm claustrophobic. I'm working in a tiny little room, and it, it, it's just like everything's dead close. It's just horrible. Um, that's what I want. I just want a bit of freedom, a bit of space. I don't even need to go and do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although that would be nice. I mean, just. Oh, I'll tell you what, the thought of walking down that road to see Anfield again, that's going to yeah. be something else, isn't it? The thought yeah. of walking down that road and seeing seeing Anfield Stadium. 
I've noticed there's a tr the trend started to happen now where people I think people are reaching saturation points which become which which is slightly before breaking points on lockdown um and I'm starting to see the trend because I told you about this a couple of weeks ago about like TikTok. I don't really, I don't look at it myself, but I get it via Charlie. She she does, and I've noticed the the trends have gone from you're still getting isolation challenges, stuff to keep people entertained. You're still getting skits and gags and that, but you're getting more and more sketches that are like what I will be like when lockdown is over. So mm. like me now, me facing lock, me me facing the end of lockdown, and and I think people are starting to, and I'm doing it now more and more. You, you you find your mind wandering and drifting to, oh, and I, I mean, we, it's almost become a mantra. We say it, me and I say to each other, when this is over, we're going to go, we're just going to go and we're going we're gonna to get on a plane and we're just going to go somewhere for a bit. So, you know what I mean? And we're just going to, or we're just going to go this, or I'm just like, I'm just going to sit on, a, I'm just going to go to a rooftop bar in an expensive hotel and drink expensive cocktails in the, in the, in the sunshine for a few hours. That's like, and you, I'm starting to reach that stage of lockdown of dreaming of what what lies ahead. Where well, what lies ahead is just more of this because this is what it was prior to lockdown, except just slightly closer to people who you aren't related to. Yeah, the, it, in, I'm looking forward to a beer in a beer garden, and I, I can't can't even remember the last time I did it. It was probably the Abbey when we used to go went for a walk last summer in the woods or something. That's like you know go the, go in the Chilwell Abbey having a beer there. That's a, that's a belter of an idea, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, that's gonna be good, man. I I realised. Do you know what? Do you know what I should have purged, Paul, more go than on. anything? Go on. The dishes. Oh, it's disgusting how many you go through when you eat every meal in your house, isn't it? <laughs> oh my days, mate! My yeah. dishwasher's quaking at the moment. She's she's on two runs a day almost. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I mean, like it would be all right. There's four of us, so you would think they're all right. We're all having pretty much three meals a day here. Um, so there's 12 plates let's say except yeah. they've got kids so every time they have a drink they get themselves a new cup or they can't find it or they've switched it or they've spilt it or they've got br broken it or something so we must go through 35 cups or glasses a day you know what I mean and then knives I mean knives like everything they have is on fucking toast or needs buttering or something isn't it so you got hundreds of I like I reckon the tavern where I used to work didn't have enough knives to get through one day in my house with two kids. Just didn't have enough. And they could see 200 people. We're going through knives, mate, like there's no tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. What's that about? No. The like, and the dishes, the pans, the... Uh, it's, we've just, got it's just a war. We, me and Charlie have done a, uh, a Would You Rather video that I'm editing at the moment to go out on my on my channel. And we got asked the question, would you rather never have to clean the bathroom again or never have to do dishes again? And and she said never have to clean the bathroom again. And I said dishes. And of course, that's because she cleans you the bathroom. You never have to clean I do, the bathroom. I do, I do the dishes, largely. Um, and, and she was like, well, to clean the bathroom. I was like, I get it, because the bathroom's a horrible job. Because ultimately the toilets in the bathroom and the things that get stuck in the plug in the bathroom See, and all think, that stuff. It, it, that's not for me. We don't have a toilet in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but all that stuff. But like the dishes, I said, think you, every time you eat or drink or often like carry one of those things, you use a, in preparation, in clean up, in all, every element of the day. You clean the bathroom lockdown, once a week. You you spend an hour in your kitchen a day doing the dishes. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I could. I would get rid of clean. I would, if I could never clean the dishes again, and that's not because the thing is, this is what people do. Think I think because I don't know whether this is how you ended up in this situation, but it's this is how people end up with dishwashers because they think that the dishwasher is is the is the answer to not doing the dishes anymore, and it is, but it isn't, is it? Because you you be, be doing the dishwashers just becomes it's a replacement ball like. It's a replacement, but like it's it, it's if you compared the work that the human has to do, yes, there's less work involved in cleaning when you're just loading the dishwasher. But Chris, honest honest answer, emptying the dishwasher, that's just the new cleaning the dishes, isn't it? You know what I mean? It becomes that like, oh, can I be asked to fucking, can I be asked to do either load it or empty it or whatever? It's an annoying job. But it's nowhere near as annoying as having to clean all the plates. Oh no, but, but it's, it's all, it's all but relative, it's isn't not, it? It doesn't. It, but the dishwasher doesn't replace doing the dishes. I still spend longer doing the dishes than I do stacking the dishwasher because what you know, I I've got nice pans, nice knife, nice knives, all these type of things, and they can't go in the dishwasher. Um, or if you putting pans in there, they get wrecked anyway. So you're wasting your own money. So yeah. I've got I have just as many things, probably more things that don't go in the dishwasher in a day than do. So like the thought of spending twice as long at the sink is not a good thing. But it's, yeah. it is. You're right. The dishwasher just becomes another job and not a job that ends like that. It's a two day job because you started at the of an evening stacking it and you're emptying it every morning when you're getting up. You know yeah. what I mean? So so you're spreading that over two days anyway. So yeah, it, but um, yeah, I'm gonna purge the dishes as well. Why not? Go for it. Go full. Go full page on that. Um, right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about my last dance. Um, I would time code this, but I'm too lazy. So if you want to time code this and do it in the comments, you're more than welcome to. Um, I haven't. I, I mentioned the other week. I haven't really been watching TV. I haven't really been doing been doing stuff. But it came about. I said I was so. I was just so worn out last week. I'd had so many like early starts and late nights and stuff that I just needed just something to entertain me. And I don't know how it happened, but I ended up sat in like the, the kitchen. The telly, the telly was there, and I went. I'm, I'm just gonna lash this on. And I, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know how I was left alone long enough because they were. Everyone was milling around me. Our kitchen's like you know, kitchen back rooms, open plan as you know. So the kids were there and about. But I, I, I put, I put it on because I'm a. Like, I don't know, if I know this, but like. I'm not a basketball fan. Like I mean, what I'm, and by that, what I mean is, I really like basketball, and I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic sport. But I also don't go out of my way to watch it, and I haven't paid attention to it in a long time. But in the '90s, the Chicago Bulls and that Chicago Bulls team in particular was like, if I was a fan of any team, it was that team because of course everyone is the biggest team. If you if you if you kind of a casual observer, I, I had the cas- Chicago Bulls shirt and I had the Chicago Bulls basketball. Um, you know, and yeah. I'm, I have always found basketball highly entertaining, and it's never on the television when I'm flicking through the channels. Yeah. And I, and I'm never flick. But if it is, I will watch it because it's fucking boss to watch. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like you. Once the Bulls kind of ended, I got a little bit of it with the Cavs. Obviously, um, over the last sort of ten years, while they while they got good, but they didn't. It didn't pierce your life like Michael Jordan and the Bulls. So when this documentary was on there, and I was like, "Oh God, this is like a new sport," 
this is like real like I get to watch sports but and find out about a, a man who was like the biggest sports star in the world because yeah. for some reason he had cameras with them for that year. Yeah. Go ahead. Absolute yeah. no brainer on putting this bad boy on. Hundred percent. Like I I'd, I'd I'd seen people talking about it. And my immediate reaction was a bit like uh, I'm not sure if it was just a, if it was just like a pure focus on Jordan. I'm not sure I would have been. I would have watched it like because like like Zidane is my favourite footballer. I don't know if he's even shot his crotches and he shot is. behind oh, me. No, he's, in, he's in my shot. He's in I your shot. <laughs> like like uh, there's a massive picture of Zidane behind me. Um, like Zidane's my favourite non-Liverpool footballer ever, but I've never watched like Zidane movie because I just I don't know. It, it, I just it doesn't have enough to it but the tra- when I watch the trailer and it's one of the things I would actually love to purge is, is the autoplaying trailers on Netflix um, oh, God, yeah. good show but it got I watched that and I went oh wow I didn't realise what it was quite what it was all about because I'd never really thought I'd never really thought too much about it I haven't thought about that Bulls team and you know got him since it was since the time um, and the, the story of like it being their you know the last season of the great you know Chicago Bulls team and whatever and I was like I don't know enough about this I, I was I, you know I was aware of them being successful like I, I've never watched the basketball game start to finish but I would have watched in the 90s, I think Channel 4 used to have the highlights. So I would watch, the same way I'd watch Gazetta Football, I would watch the, the basketball highlights from the week. It was just something that was that was on and, and enjoyable. And it's mad because there's a moment, and I, and I actually tell you that I remember it wrong, is that moment with the, the like the championship winning one with Scotty Pippen dives and intercepts it and throws the ball down the court and they score the winning, the winning basket to win the championship. And I like I remember that. I remember that at the time. And that stuck with me for my my entire life. So watching, and the thing that's great about that I'm enjoying most about this, Chris, is if I just thought it was a Michael Jordan documentary, I'd have steer clear. The same way I would steer clear of a Tiger Woods documentary, or I would steer clear of a Zidane documentary. I would steer clear of a and certain because global superstars are so well trained and they're so guarded and they've got they, they, I don't think you get honest honesty out of them but what's happened with that documentary is it's been so long and Michael Jordan I think is now at a point in his life where he can actually just he can tell all and he can give a pure uncut honest opinion on on stuff and I know that it's not going to impact his marketability it's not going to impact his Nike deal it's not going to impact any any of these other bits and pieces and for that Hearing these guys talk about it is yeah. one of the most gripping yeah. things I've watched. It is, it, it is, and you know, the, I I I love these like retrospective football things or retrospective sports documentaries and stuff like that. This one's unique in that there has been so much time passed. And I think you're right there. And for me, it's better because it's not just Jordan because you're actually getting other people's stories. So if it was just Jordan and everybody was talking about Jordan and I said, and you, let's say I invited you to the Chris Pajak documentary yeah. and, and you're like, oh God, Chris Pajak was the star. Like, let's just pretend, right? Chris Pajak was the star and all that type of stuff and, and you're going to come in and I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to be a tit. No, yeah. you're not. You're yeah. just going to go, oh yeah, he was amazing and blah, 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 blah. But when Pippin tells his side of the story, it, that episode's about him when it's Rod. Yeah. That ep- Rodman, that episode's about him. They get yeah. to tell the warts and all truth because yeah. it's not a, just a Michael Jordan documentary. They're talking about everything. You know exactly. What I mean? You know what it was that sold me ultimately was when I realised it was going to be about Scotty Pippen as well because he was my favourite player at the time. And there's actually, it's weird that it, it ended up 
part, partially because of obviously the Bulls being being mega and whatever, but also because of NBA Jam at the time. Jordan had his being his own uh, being his own deal meant he wasn't in NBA Jam. So Scotty Pippen was the best player on the Chicago Bulls team, and that was the team I always used to play on there. So I had I, and again just in terms of those moments and that moment that was frozen in time in my head to hear more about him was fascinating and then when I was like oh, and there's an episode effectively on Dennis Rodman because my knowledge of Rodman I never really for me it was I my memories of that team is Jordan Pippen and Kukoc is it um large some of this is NBA jam right and some yeah, of it is just obviously say, memories I, of it like my memory was Rodman but but I, I remember I like I was aware of Rodman being at the Bulls but I don't I never really thought about him Rodman for me is Dennis Rodman the celebrity yeah. You know, I, I know him more as the guy who was in WCW who come in and as a, as an amazing special guest and did a few bit, bits and pieces there with Hulk Hogan and all that kind of stuff, and the, him going out with Madonna and him being the larger than life character and all the mad hair colours and and him being that cultural icon that he had the knock on effect. So like he had uh, there was like a player called Ibrahim Bar who used to play for Milan in French yeah, International yeah, yeah. who who would I, I, I think I'm right he dyed his hair and inspired by Rodman and then you had so he. He was such an, an icon that he created these waves in entertainment and all that kind of stuff. And I always had him down as being a massive, massive bell end. And what the documentary showed me is he is, but it's more like he's. It's mad seeing him in the 90s being like that. Because if he was like that in modern sport now, I don't think people would care as much. But it's mad to see this like, you're looking at these historic like like it's historic footage of Jordan the greatest basketball ever and you got Rodman being being this lunatic around him and you're like it's mad he's like a cartoon character in that world today he's just one of the no he's just he was the outlier for everything that's come you know Paul Pogba would just look like normal next to Dennis Rodman or whatever or Rodman yeah. would look normal next to Pogba and there's so many sports stars that are like that now that you just kind of get used to but he was the first one obviously in America I think that you know, they probably have had some offensive linemen or defensive linemen in the NFL. They wear helmets, so you don't see how we how, how strange they, they look or what they're wearing or anything like that. But Rodman was in the best team. What I found interesting was the pre-Chicago Bulls stuff. I didn't know he was that good for that long before he even got to the Bulls because I'd never yeah. heard of, like, yeah. was it Detroit? Like, yeah, it's the Pistons. Never yeah. heard of that. Team. Like, I'd have been seven when they were... When they were dominating the uh, the Eastern Conference and stuff like that, so I found that really interesting. And what I love about all these things is that you do learn things because yeah. it's not possible to know everything about. Like if if, apart, let's take my my shite memory out of it. But if you'd said, you know, that the this season Liverpool, if we talk about it in twenty years, you're not going to tell me anything that I haven't already found out. But as a seven-year-old or a ten-year-old or a fifteen-year-old, there's going to be loads that you just mm. missed. I remember what was the um, uh, the OJ Simpson yeah. series that they did. Yeah, and now Don't not a documentary. Yeah, not a documentary, but that was the biggest news story in the world. I remember yeah. it so vividly, and I knew so little yeah. about it, and I was shocked. 
by yeah. how little I knew about it. So the Bulls thing's the same. I'm getting to watch it. Like I genuinely can't remember what's going to happen at the end of this season. Well, exactly. Like, I, 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 I was when you said you wanted to talk to me about it. I was made up that you said at the beginning. I kind of don't really know because I'm watching it like it's new sports to me now. Yeah. Like so, no, no spoilers, all right on Twitter. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly, and that's it. You know, no, no, we probably should have said no spoilers really up top because it's not really. You know, we're not really giving away the the, the key points on it as such. But there's, it's yeah. What's great, what I'm enjoying most about it is like yeah, it's where how they became that the structure of the series. Speaking as a wannabe filmmaker, the the way they structured that is absolutely absolutely incredible that the time jumps effectively so you, you you're moving through the final season but also it's jumping back in time to the start of the, the main players careers and also the rise of that bulls team at the same time so it makes sense that it goes back to jordan because of the main players he's the one who's there there and the team's built around and then pippen comes in and robman comes in later uh, and what have you and it's fascinating for the jordan stuff like I've never really, again, I've never really cared enough about it. Michael Jordan to me is is the is the Jordan that it's set. It's talking about the last dance Jordan, the late nineties or mid to late nineties. You know, leading into Space Jam Jordan when he's a fella, he's doing the tail the tail end of his career. To see him and you're watching like the college footage of him of him playing and seeing the early days of his early career. Now I'm sure that like, there'll be American watching this who will have grown up and this stuff's mythologized. So it, and you, it's more accessible and you and you'll be more in the you know the the, the media like on NBA like years yeah, or exactly. whatever you know what yeah. I mean like, you know, yeah exactly so that. like the story about Jordan breaking his foot will be like everyone will know more people will know that probably but for me like I know that was just like wow what you know like and to talk about him being told when he talks about like there's a ten percent chance that he could end your career and he goes. But you're saying there's a ninety percent chance that it'll be fine. I focus on the ninety percent, then you've got like the the, the balls owner going. He just doesn't get it. Like ten percent is like there's a, if there's a ten percent chance that you were like I'm about to lose the greatest basketball ever because you're a dickhead and won't won't just rehabilitate properly. They can't make that business decision, and it's just and, and yeah, and you, when you you hear some of the biggest stars of the time, you have got Larry Bird in there, yeah. and they're talking about him like. It's hard to put this into terms, really. It got me thinking about Liverpool in a really weird way, and I wonder if Liverpool will ever have the best player in the world. You know, because it's mad when you've got... You know, people talk about... Like Patrick Ewing was, was obviously massive around at the, the time as well. I think I had Patrick Ewing trainees and all that kind of stuff going back, back in the day. Um, but the way that people just, like, watch him and just, like, there's no doubt. The way that people talk about Messi, yeah. Yeah. you know. It's, for me, it was it was... I, I, Larry Bird has always been a name to me, and not not a not a sportsman. I'd, I've always known the name. Yeah. But Magic Johnson for me was that, because he was the best basketballer. He was the one that permeated me as a child until yeah. Jordan came along. So for him to sit there and go, there's no doubt in my mind that Jordan's the best there's ever been. And yeah. I'm like, oh god. I genuinely even growing up, I knew Jordan was the superstar. But yeah. I always thought it was close between the two of you, and you're there, and I'm like, oh, Ronaldo and Messi would never say that about each other. It must have yeah. been a big gap, like you know what I mean. Yeah. And seeing the way he deals with the press, I mean, it's it's funny because the press were bad in America then to Jordan. Mm -hmm. You know, those microphones when they're pinning him back and he's against the wall, and they're all in his face, and you're like, this must have been strange at that point because. Yeah. God, that would look strange now. 
Yeah. And, you know, there's so many more people. You know, you, you think about Liverpool press conferences sometimes. You know, we've been lucky enough to go to, like, the Champions League final ones over the last couple of years and stuff. And there's hundreds of reporters there. But that's the Champions League final. Yeah. You know, and that was, like, they're pitting them back. And it was just, yeah. like... Well, do you remember, like, the closest I've seen, do you remember the pre-season games when, like, Klopp would be interviewed on the pitch after the game? That's the closest thing I've seen to it, where everyone's just trying to get, just trying to get their audio device in, in, in the face, and he's getting that constantly, wherever he goes, wherever he stops before, outside of it, because he's that global, he's that global star. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mad... Well, the, the thing that I, one of the things I really enjoy about it, when you hear, great, I mean, the thing is, some of this is... Myth, it becomes mythologized to some extent, and and I, I, there was a clip I watched this week. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Robin Van Persie was interviewed, and he was asked about um, talking to his kids. So he, he said his kids playing for like the Ajax under 14s, and he is he, he he picked them up, and he was driving home, and his kid was complaining about because he was on the bench, and he basically says, I, I'd highly advise. I think I've got it on my Twitter account. I'd highly advise people check it out. But he says like, you sound like a loser, and he said like, you know winners don't complain about don't blame other people for their problems they go out there they work harder and they, they know that if they, if they, if it's not working it's their fault they've just got to be they've got to redouble themselves down and be whatever and and, and it, i was reminded of that while i was watching the bull stuff is that the stories of all these guys they're all coming from different backgrounds some of them more like spiral accounts there's like the backgrounds that Scotty Pippen and that coming from you know some of the, they come from really really tough backgrounds but what you got from all of them was they all had a moment where they were told it's not probably not going to work for you and then they've got and some of it was luck because oh, how many of the stories go and he came back the next summer and he went from being 5'10 to being 6'7 that has a, like, what's that about yeah like, what are you <laughs> feeding them over there mate like, yeah, can yeah, I have yeah. some please because yeah, yeah. like as if you need to grow 6 inches when you're 6 foot over a summer yeah, I know, but it's uh, so some of it is is luck. But I like, I really like that what you get about it. And you get this about elite sports people, and that's been my experience of the truly best of the best in football as well. They they just have an insatiable urge to improve themselves, to make themselves better at what they at what they do, and I, and that's one of the really good things about it. And being able to, and that's why it's so well constructed the series so far because they've got the footage there that shows it and they've got the, the you know the the testimony of so many people around it and so many respected people around it um it is probably you know no one's going to be there's, there's obviously a degree to which Michael Jordan's just there's an innate talent that he possesses but also you know just talk about his mum gets told he, he, he comes home to his mum and he's crying to his mum because his, his coach has basically said you're not good enough you know you know you're not going to make you're not going to make the team on this and then he just decides he spends all summer practicing and when he comes back he's 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 good and he's better and he and he drives it on. I love that. I found that really inspirational about him. Yeah, it was, it's such a good series so far. So I'm only three episodes in. I know you're same. the same. Like I've been watching Community though as well, and you recommended this to me months ago. I've done about yes. twenty episodes in about four days, mate. It yeah. is fantastic. It is perfect for my sense of humour. Like that yeah. Pierce character is so goddamn funny. He's hilarious, mate. If you've not seen Community, it's on Netflix now. Yeah. I am enjoying it massively. You just need to get on it. It's it, yeah, I, I, it's it's brilliant. It, it's 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 a mad series because it never really got like picked up properly. I think it was on E4 when I watched it back in the day when it was when it was like when it was on. 
Um, I think that's right anyway. But yeah, it, it's bo- it's amazing. And it's and for those who don't know, it's, it's directed by the Russo brothers, who obviously gone on and done Infinity War, Endgame, the Captain America films. And it's written by Dan Harmon, who went on to do Rick and Morty. So, like, I mean, talk about impeccable references. Um, it is... Yeah, it's all, it's unreal. They, 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 I've they actually been recommended a podcast off the back of it as well, so I was talking oh, really? about it. So it's Harmon's got his podcast, and it's called Harmon Town, and he talks about it, and he gets some of the actors into it and stuff like that. Like, and it's oh, supposed amazing. to be a brilliant podcast talking oh, about community and other things that he's written and stuff and done and that. Like, and um, yeah, it's supposed to be a really interesting podcast. So we'll be checking that one out too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we'll do. We'll talk a bit more when when the when we've watched all our last dance. We'll come back and revisit it and see how we how we, how we get on with it all. But yeah, um, let us know how you're getting on if you're watching it and what what you, what your thoughts and your favourite bits of it so far are. Really, right, Chris? Shall we? Um, Shall we surge? Surge. Got anything to say? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick off if you're not, if you if, if no. you want to have a moment. There's nothing that's no. making you happy at the moment, is there? Um, no. but the, but can, can can the last dance series go on forever? Um, would would well, be because I'll, I'll be running out there, you know. If yeah. I mean, if if like, is it possible to surge Californication in other series? Because that's the best comedy that there ever been. Okay. Yeah. Why not? <coughs> Pardon me. Um. I want to say this could have been my page this week, but I, I I've decided to flip it round. So like I put it out on Instagram. I, I I've I dug the Wii out, or rather I was gonna dig the the Wii out the loft, and then I realised I had a Wii U, which is effectively a Wii, but it's better. Um, so I dug that out, and I've dug out the old Wii Sports, which I the Wii Sports Golf is the best golf game that's ever been made. Like you know, no. there's probably an, an, a better version of it. And bear in mind, Chris, I am sat next to Golden Tee. Um, no, you, you, you're wrong, mate. When was the last time you played it? It's been like eight <sighs> years since you played it. 2006, was it? Something like yeah. that when the Wii came out? At yeah. least, yeah. I, I, I'd forgotten. Like, it is... Like, I, I, I'm... Because someone who can't golf... And I don't like I don't particularly like the sport. I've like you know, I wouldn't I would never watch golf. I would never do anything around it. I don't, I I enjoy I enjoy golf computer games immensely. Like I have got I've played loads down the years. I've always got a golf a golf game on the go just to dip into because it's great. It's just a very relaxing sedate way to, to play something, isn't it? But uh Unreal, unreal. So I, I would, but I had a, I, I nearly purged it because I played my son on on Wii Bowling, and he battered me absolutely battered me and he's eight years old by the way and I, I had that moment where I thought um is this is this it is this the moment where at eight. yeah at eight the, and you all know what I'm talking about of the moment where you know when you finally beat your dad at something and then basically that's when it happens and your dad stops being this mythological figure in your head because you can all of a sudden he's human and he's fallible um, needless to say the next day I came back and I fucking annihilated them just to Were put the till little, about one o'clock in the, the morning just yeah, yeah. getting your Get practice me, in yeah I, I have to move over about five or six boards to make sure that I because I, I bend it every time for some reason but anyway um, but yeah I want to I want to surge um, the, the I want to surge Wii Sports because, and it's a mad thing because the, 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 you're having a console's lifespan, things hit ma- max peak popularity and then they drop off. And at the moment, the Wii and the PlayStation 2 are pretty much the least valuable consoles on the face of planet Earth because they were the most popular. There's tons of them, but they've gone, they're now in that time frame where nobody wants anything to do with them anymore. So they're all absolutely worse. So if you go car boot sale now, which you can't, but when you can, you'll see, if you see any computer games, there'll be PlayStation 2 and there'll be Wii, there'll be Wii games. And actually, 
PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 are just coming into that now. So, like, everyone's been in the Wii's. I've got four Wii's in the loft. I've just acquired them. People have given me them over the years because they've got no value whatsoever. But I think the Nintendo Wii might be the greatest console ever made because right now, we're in lockdown. You're just looking for something to do. You don't necessarily want to vegetate on the couch to be able to pick up the old Wiimote and the nunchuck and just have, feel like you're up and about, get all the family around the telly all of a sudden, right like it is 2006 all over again. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surging the way it is being protected like for all time. Yeah, I like that. I, um, I'm going to... I don't know whether this is a genuine surge or not, because I've not actually started yet, but I plan to do this. Is What I realise is I miss sport a lot, and there'll be a lot mm-hmm. of people here who miss sport a lot as well. And there are a lot of sports, like basketball is one of them, that I don't take any notice of. I am going to start watching like old college football, or might be the NFL, or it might be something like that. Stuff that I don't know the results of, okay. uh, and aren't going to get spoiled. I can watch like live sport. Ah. I, this is a genuine thing. So actually one of our patrons, um, Russ Waring, has, has recommended me somewhere to start with this. Um, so big thank you to, to Russell first and foremost. But what a great idea for anyone missing sport. Go back and watch a sport that you've not watched or a series that you've not Baseball could be a good one. You'll be able to get mm-hmm. baseball games, as uh, you know, a World Series that you don't know the results of, for example. Go yeah. watch seven games of that. I, we had a bit of this... Um years leading up to the Kiev Champions League final where we, we re-watched some of the old Champions League finals and I'd never seen them and obviously you know which ones Liverpool win but like I'd never like the 81 I had no idea how that game went down all I'll ever see over the years is the is the goals but to take that to a level where you you don't even you've no idea of even the outcome I think that's a moment of absolute yeah. Absolute genius. unbridled genius, like, yeah. You can the, so the F one are putting all like mad old F one races out when they were like when the F one was tasty to watch. You know what I mean? Just go and watch one. You've got no idea who's going to win it. Just go and do it. And there's yeah. an hour and a half yeah. banging content. I would love to go back and watch. Um, yeah, like pick a pick a baseball team's run to a World Series. From, from from years gone by what was the name it's gonna annoy me I shouldn't even say it out loud because I can't remember the name but there was the team that the team that won it out of nowhere in 2002 or 2003 the A's oh, no. Ma- no not the A's uh, it doesn't matter but there was there was a two and everyone knew them they, they were a proper flash in the pan like a season or two was it Josh Beckett or something who was the the picture doesn't matter but like I, I watched the world series that year but like picking one of them picking a picking a good run from a year that you that that, that yeah getting the shocks and surprises and all that kind of stuff would be absolutely amazing that's random tangents it just reminded me our only baseball game uh, we ever went to watch was last year when, the, when we went to watch the Mets and this guy hit two home runs and we, we'd had enough we were a bit bored by that point and we'd had a few drinks and we were like let's get off look because there's no chance he's going to hit a third home run we got off and he did he hit a historic record breaking yeah third home run more importantly I caught one of the t-shirts out of the t-shirt thing and you weren't even there to see one, you know what we'll do actually uh, if people want to sign up to the Patreon um, we will put that we'll put that vlog out on the Patreon in the coming in the coming months if we get to like let's say if we get to like 50 patrons we'll, we'll release we'll release the Mets the Mets <laughs> vlog 
Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds that sounds good. Um, yeah, it was good fun. We had such a good laugh, um, yeah. but I know I never got around to editing it. It's just sat there in the archives. Um, so yeah, that would be that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, yes, there you go. That do ya? Do you want me or the viewer? You. <laughs> Yes, good. I forget that just because I'm looking at you, you don't necessarily know that I'm looking at you. Um, Yeah, good. Um, Yes, that's it from us then. Yeah, do go over to patreon.com forward slash mhxpayjack and sign up in there for for extra bits and pieces. You help to support us through this period. And, you know, nothing for nothing. You know, we we go and have a look at the benefits and all that. You'll have heard them earlier on in the the podcast, of course, from Chris. Um, But yeah, it's value having a good laugh with the people on there and there'll be more to come from us as well. Uh, Other than that, you can go into in touch with us matechexpayjack at gmail.com at matechexpayjack on Twitter uh, and on Instagram as yeah. well and you know yeah. what I you know what I miss Paul and, and what the viewers will be able to help us out with here a problem to solve mm. like can someone email me a problem to solve or yeah. you know because everyone will be going through shit it might be something stupid it might be girl problems it might be boy problems um, mm. they generally just want to have sex so just aim for that I've got um, one or, but anything go on I've got one I meant to do. This was going to be a topic today, but we've flown through. Was I want people's? I want people's coulda, woulda, shoulda rants, similar to the page, but coulda, woulda, shoulda, and it's the things that you, the amazing things that you were supposed to be doing, but instead you're in lockdown. Like I want I, like that for next me, week. Like I could have been Zach Whitbread. No, 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 no. Okay. Like you could be. Like what? What? What should? What would you be doing today? if it wasn't for the fact that the pandemic's hit. So I want to know, because we're not allowed to complain about it because there's people dying and they're very serious and important things, of course, but we've all got these really, by comparison to the problems that the pandemic is causing, what now seems like petty and insignificant things that we're missing out on, like having to do my son's birthday without having family and friends around, my wife's birthday, in fact, she'll be listening to this, happy birthday for Sunday, Charlie, love you. Um, I will probably say it to you in person as well. Probably. I really but, hope you do, Paul. I'm going to set an alarm on my phone to do that for you. Yeah. I'm going to um, leave it on Sunday. To remind me, yeah. Um, but yeah, what are you missing out on? So, like, as an example, I'm going to do this next week. Me and Chris are supposed to be are supposed to be flying to Las Vegas in, like, five weeks' time. But now we're not because of the pandemic. And, of course, it is just a bit of fun. There are more serious issues around the world. But, you know what, we're all entitled to be pissed off and cheesed off. So, if you want to get it off your chest, uh, send it in to us in the comments at matrixpagech or matrixpagech at gmail.com and we'll, we'll read some if you want them to be anonymous by all means we'll read through some of them next week send your problems in as well and join us on Patreon and we'll be back with matrixpagech more of it next week Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 